TGIT for Thursday, my friends. Thank God it is Thursday. You've got to be thankful for every single day that we are given, regardless of the chaos, regardless of the anxiety that is just continuing to come through most every single news channel you watch. Uh, there's still plenty of reasons for us to be thankful. Thank you for tu- for tuning in to my show to listen to what this brother right here has to say. Please, if you're on Facebook, hit the share button right now. Hopefully one of your family members or friends or somebody else's will see or hear something in today's show that will make them wake up, do their own research, and walk away from the propaganda that they've probably been getting fed if they don't support our president. Twitter, please retweet. My YouTube audience, thank you so, so much. And if you're listening via the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast, thank you for helping my podcast climb the charts as I seek to bring true, no-nonsense news to the masses. God bless you all. Thank you so, so much. Let's jump into it today. Oh my goodness, the riots. I knew they were going to happen. It started off peaceful after the uh, uh, after the results of Breonna Taylor's case yesterday, and then it absolutely turned to insanity, friends. The issue that I have is that the media is stoking the flames of this insanity, and they're refusing to report the facts. They're refusing to report what is taking place? A good friend of mine, Terry, he said he was watching CNN and MSNBC yesterday back and forth last night just to see if they were reporting on any of the chaos and destruction, any of the rioting that was taking place, and they didn't. He watched for a long time and said that they did not do anything but report on Orange Man Bad. Everything that their narrative was, everything they talked about, it's all about anti-President Donald Trump. Unfortunately, this is just one piece. There were two officers that were shot. They both made a recovery. But these are, listen to this and and understand that when you hear somebody say that these peaceful protests are just peaceful, that it's not not left-wingers, it's not Antifa, they're not anarchists, uh, that it's actually peaceful, well, pay attention to this as our officers are definitely in harm's way. Thank God that that did not catch one or more officers on fire. Does that look peaceful to you? No, it's not peaceful. These Antifa BLM anarchists, these anti-American thugs, these criminals, they are targeting anybody that's in their direct path. They don't care who it is. But friends, again, for there's so many millions of Americans that are stuck in the middle, that are caught in the middle because they've been listening to what the mainstream media has been telling us, and then they've unfortunately been believing lies. How would we know any different? How would we know that they're actually lying to us? Well, when the facts of the case actually came out, we can actually go through and look at exactly what the mainstream media has been doing in lying to us. The media lied about pretty much every single aspect of the Breonna Taylor shooting, and they should be held accountable, friends. The mainstream media, especially the fake news wing, you can add them all up, all the ABCs, NBCs, CBSs, uh, CNNs, they are responsible for so much mayhem and chaos going on in our country right now. Instead of just reporting the news, they fabricate it. And most all of it, they do it to fit whatever narrative they want it to fit. Uh, One thing is for sure, the last four years, we have seen the media grow in the ability to convert any story into an anti-Donald Trump narrative. This is coming from DJHJ Media. Hopefully that's one of your favorite news sources to go through throughout the day. What did they lie about? Let's look at what they lied about. The media reported that Breonna Taylor, who at first glance seemed like a good person who was trying to just get ahead in life by doing all the right things, was shot during the actions of a no-knock warrant, and that was a lie. 
There was a no-knock warrant, but witnesses have come forward and confirmed that the police did knock on the door, and they did announce themselves. The media also reported that Taylor was shot while in her bed. That, too, was a lie. But the most egregious lie reported by the media is that Taylor was murdered by the police. Her boyfriend, who was there at the time of the incident, began shooting at police. If anything, it's the boyfriend's fault for shooting at the police. He's the one that instigated this entire thing. This was after they knocked and announced that they were the police. Once the boyfriend began shooting, the police had the right to defend themselves. And unfortunately, unfortunately, Brianna Taylor was struck multiple times and killed. Everything the media and many things the lawyer Ben Crump said in regards to the death of Brianna Taylor, including the circumstances around her death, was based on lies, friends. Now, I don't know about you. But I hate being lied to. I loathe being lied to. When you find out that somebody's been intentionally lying to you to try to manipulate you and get you emotionally wrapped up so that you fit, you go along with their narrative, that should upset you. That should really piss you off. And that's exactly what the mainstream media has been doing. Now, if you listen to some of these progressives, they still want to talk about these rioters like they're peaceful. Linda Sarsour actually says, the rioters are the ones that we need to protect. Are you stinking kidding me? This is a very close friend of AOC, Rashid Tlaib, uh, Ilhan Omar, Slenda Sarsour friend is no friend of America, and here she's sticking up for the rioters. The, the, the blocking of the protests, what they're doing here, this is a kill box. They are boxing in the protests. This is very dangerous and it's not strategic, both for law enforcement nor for the city of Louisville. They just need to let the people protest. There's nobody here in downtown. So the fact that they're worried about protecting buildings and they are about protecting the people of Louisville tells me everything that I need to know about the There is no one in these buildings. There is no one here who's going to be harmed in any way. The only people who are at risk of being harmed are the protesters who are in here. So if I were the city of Louisville, I would just let the people do whatever it is that they need to do. Let them put their, put their outrage out there. They may celebrate it. We don't know what is going to happen. But me, as, an, as someone from New York City, as someone who's traveled around the country, this right here is what we call a kill box. It's when the city boxes in the protesters, does not allow cars in, and it creates checkpoints around. This is a very dangerous situation. A kill box, she calls it. There's no protesters around because there's police everywhere. Why do you think there's no quietest criminals around? It's because there's police everywhere. And defend the protesters. They're the ones that are supposedly uh, uh, in harm's way. They're putting themselves in harm's way. This woman is somebody that is very close to Democrats. She's very close to uh, most Democrat politicians that are very progressively left. And her sentiment, I believe, is shared probably by pretty much all of them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt if we heard Nancy Pelosi come out and start talking about how we need to defend the protesters, calling them peaceful, and not saying a word about the police officers or the Americans that are being violently assaulted during all of this chaos. Well, Kamala Harris, she wants to call for justice reform. We, we need justice reform. The president just did justice reform. Yes, a Republican president initiated justice reform. She says after the investigation, uh, uh, she doesn't she doesn't like the outcome of the investigation. On Wednesday, as several violent Black Lives Matter protesters turned rioters were taking place, Democrat presidential vice presidential uh, vice presidential hopeful Kamala Harris uh, ostensibly encouraged the protesters to continue their demonstrations. Of course, Harris later claimed she only meant the peaceful protests. Sure, of of which there were none during the riots in question. She was fomenting anger that she had to know would potentially lead to violence. They incite the violence, friends. They incite the violence. 
They know those clips are going to go out. They know they're going to they're going to be heard by these protesters, and they see it as a green light from their Democrat leaders as to continue their mayhem. Absolutely disgusting and disturbing. Here's some of the peaceful protesters that uh, Kamala just only wants to talk about. Here's some of the peaceful protesters. Uh, a little warning. This is kind of graphic. It's not too graphic, but uh, it's very, very disturbing to see what's taking place against our police. <laughs> Hit in the back of the head with a baseball bat. Are these the peaceful protesters you're talking about, Kamala? Are these the protesters that need protecting Linda Sarsour? Which if you look up Sarsour, a friend of mine shared with me, it actually, the meaning of that in Arabic, I believe, is cockroach. I think that fits. I think these cockroaches need to go scurry back underneath wherever dark places they came out of and stop trying to implement policies that are going to be harmful for the rest of us good, well-meaning, American-loving, patriotic Americans. It's absolutely just disgusting to see our police being treated with such disdain. So while Kamala and most of the other Democrats have talked about reimagined policing, well, they want to divert funds from the police and put it into uh, uh, community activisms, community organizers, community policing. Well, the uh, city of Seattle has done just that. And the individual that they gave a $150,000 contract to was convicted for pimping. Are you kidding me? You can't make this stuff up. Seattle signs a $150,000 contract with convicted pimp for recommendations on alternatives to policing. Is this the kind of individual that you want helping to police the community? I think not. I don't think you have to have even two nickels of an IQ to rub together to even think that that would make any sense whatsoever. The city of Seattle signed a $150,000 contract in July with a former pimp. Now community activist Andre Taylor for his recommendations of the city on de-escalation, community engagement, and alternatives to policing. The contract pays Taylor $12,500 a month for 12 months, provides Taylor with office space in the city's municipal tower, and names his street, uh, and, and names him Street Caesar. Yeah, they want to name him a street czar. What is a street czar, one might ask? Well, street czars are people who have some credibility from the streets, explains Taylor. They have changed their lives, and they're also working within the system. Where does one earn street credibility? Taylor, a former pimp who trafficked underage girls, was convicted in 2000 uh, of seven prostitution-related counts. He only served one of his, of his, uh, sentenced, uh, one of his sentenced five years. Testimonies of the eight girls he trafficked, some as young as 16 years old, reveal that they were working for seven days a week while he spent time in his $300,000 home. He boasts that he can talk to gang members, pimps, and prostitutes who wouldn't otherwise speak to city officials. Friends, no. No, that's not the direction we want to go. These are not the kind of individuals that you want to hand the reins of the city control over, the peaceful, uh, the, the peace aspect of any city over. We need police able out there in full force able to do their jobs we don't need former pimps that uh, who knows what he's still doing and what he still could be doing or what he may try to set up uh, the city of Seattle has absolutely lost it here's a great here, here's a great overview should be really simple to most people but I think this is a video please if you're on Facebook right now hit the share button I think this is something that most Democrats need to see the difference between peaceful protests and riots. This is a peaceful protest. 
This is a riot. In the event you didn't get that, let me show you something. This is a peaceful protest. This is looting. If you loot, the next thing you can try to steal is something off of your food tray at the county jail because you're going to jail. That's a guarantee. And we're going to enjoy taking you down there. Some people are slow learners. <laughs> this is peaceful protest. This is violence. It's not acceptable. It is not acceptable. Thank God for some sheriffs out there that actually understand what's truly taking place and what's truly at stake. The peace, the mind, the mindset of Americans that want peace in their cities is under siege by these Democrat mayors and governors that are allowing this chaos to reign, not calling in the National Guard, not calling in the state troopers, just saying what Linda Sarsour said. Basically, let them, let them uh, work out all their anger and frustration. Who cares how much damage they, com they commit? Who cares what kind of buildings they burn down? Just maybe they'll celebrate afterwards and then they'll stop. No! That is not the way things are done in the United States of America, friends. Unfortunately, I think they will be if Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are elected. A quick word from my sponsor, my friend Mike Lindell. I can't stop talking about this man so much. He loves this country. He's a true patriot, and I love him, and I love his products. I've got his sheets. I've got his mattress topper. I've got his towels. His towels are like a chamois on your skin, literally. I can make one wipe when I'm drying off, and the, the, the water is gone. It feels really good. I love all of his products. He's the number one supporter and sponsor of my show. If you want to support my show, please go to MyPillow.com and use the code DAVID. You'll save up to 60% on whatever you get. My favorite of his is his mattress topper. If you get his mattress topper, you'll save 30% and you'll get two free MyPillows. So go to MyPillow.com and use the code DAVID when you check out. All right, we've got more disturbing news that is coming to light now as uh, one thing that I'm thankful the president has done in putting the safety and security of Americans first is he's saying we've got to build the wall, we've got to empower ICE to work with police departments to get rid of, eliminate criminal, illegal aliens uh, that, are, that are causing damage and mayhem or murder in our country. Well, we need, uh, we need the wall, we need that structure and that security, and we're not going to get that from a Biden-Harris or, as they say, Harris-Biden administration. No, we won't get that. Unfortunately, what I think we'll get is a whole lot more of this. Illegal alien girlfriend and girlfriend accused of murdering three adults and two children. They shouldn't even be in the country in the first stinking place. Ariel Aguilar Avelez, a 31-year-old illegal alien, and his 18-year-old girlfriend, Heidi Wolf, were originally arrested for the murders of 38-year-old Maria Calderon and her two children, 11-year-old Angel Pacheco and 12-year-old American Pacheco. Uh, Aguilar and Wolf attacked the three in their own home. Aguilar murdered the children execution style as, a Calderon, as, as Calderon ran from the house, and Aguilar and Wolf to run her down with their vehicle. Wolf followed his orders, running her down, killing her, but as it turned out, the couple had committed other murders as well. The pair also killed Juan Carlos Mendez Pena and Luis Fernando Sanchez. The bodies of Calderon, Mendez, Pena, and Sanchez were found in the bed of the pickup truck. The kids were found inside their burning house. 
This is just another example of what happens when you have open borders, something that Biden and Harris have both shared that they absolutely want to have. Many people have come here for a better life, but some come here to escape the law in their native country. Uh, It's something that is absolutely just disastrous. It's something that must be addressed, and it's something that will not be addressed if we have a Harris-Biden administration, friends, we just won't, it won't be addressed. It'll be open borders. Uh, add to, add, multiply by a thousand everything we're seeing in these Democrat-controlled areas where Antifa and BLM are rioting, looting, and murdering, and trying to m- murder police, shooting our officers. Multiply that by a thousand if we have open borders with a bunch of illegals just coming in unchecked, unchecked for diseases, unchecked for their background. We have no idea why they're coming to this country. That's exactly why we need a President Donald Trump uh, executive office and four more years of his leadership, friends, because he will clean house. Now, on the flip side, what do we have? Well, we've got. Uh, let's let's go over to. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you this video of our president in just a minute. But let's look at exactly what uh, old Governor Newsomini, Gavin Newsom, is doing in California. I'm so glad. I love California. There's amazing people in California, but I am glad I got out from underneath the absolute tyrannical orders of Governor Gavin Newsom. He is set to sign an executive order banning the sale of all gas-powered cars by 2035? Are you kidding me? He's trying to force everybody to drive some kind of electric-only vehicle? Aren't they already, don't they already have issues with electricity? Don't they already have rolling power outages, outages because they don't have enough electricity and now he wants to suddenly force every single person in California to drive an electric vehicle? What are you smoking? (laughs) This guy is smoking something, and it's very, very strong. Governor Gavin Newsom claims he will be signing an executive order that will ban gas-powered cars. The ban goes into effect starting in 2035, but is is his idea practical, or will will, will it even work? And just how will it work? Will older cars be grandfathered in? Or will they be outlawed? How about someone visiting from another state? People are already having a tough time affording housing. So how would they cope with having to pay much more for transportation? Doesn't really make too much sense. What about the danger in disposing of lithium batteries used in electric cars? Once in a landfill, they put out mercury, lead, and cadmium. They pollute the soil and enter the groundwater and and contaminates that too. They can be incinerated, but that causes air pollution. The cure can be worse than the disease. I think the cure for California is to eliminate, get rid of, out of office, Gavin Newsom. You need a better governor over there managing things because uh, things are going down the toilet quickly and I can only see it getting worse. Well, the president showed up for RBG's memorial service and it was the, uh, the reaction from those in attendance that lets you know just how much they actually respect RBG and respect what should have been an honorary service for her and for her life, well, they just couldn't help themselves. Can't you just feel the the honor for the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Can't you just feel it from the crowd? I don't understand how these people can be so full of hate and anger and rage all the time. 
It truly seems like they are filled with it all the time. Not even a place of a memorial service for somebody that the president showed up to honor should be a place that uh, uh, that they're chanting anything or being disrespectful. Yet, that is the progressive left. And that is just the beginning. Again, if they were to get in power, if they act like this when they're not getting their way, how do you think they're going to act when they get their way? Oh, I've seen spoiled little brats that just get away with it and then think they're the, they're the business. They just think they can do whatever they want to. Everybody else is beneath them. It's exactly what will happen under a Harris-Biden administration, friends. We cannot let that happen. In other news, an Obama-Biden national security advisor has some amazing words to say about our president. Yes, the former Obama-Biden national security advisor says, Trump peace deals deal sends shockwaves through Tehran. <laughs> He's getting some love. General James Jones, who served early in the Obama administration, praised the peace deals President Trump was able to negotiate from Israel and the United Arab Emirates. But even though he advised both Barack Obama and Joe Biden, he was against their policy of appeasement. They were the latter-day Ted Wheeler and Jenny Durkin. Going along to get along appeases, uh, appeasers has lent credibility to a very uncredible regime. General Jones believes the only way to deal with a country like Iran is to isolate them, but then to stand back as the Iranian people rise up and throw the regime out. Uh, Jones was speaking to an opposition group to the current Iranian government. He was generous in his praise for the peace deal and especially for Trump's role in the peace process. He has praised Trump's policies in the past and believes you have to deal with Iran from a position of strength. I guarantee you that's not something that Joe Biden or Obama wanted to hear. But it's the truth. You lead and you gain peace through strength. When they know you've got the power, but you're not wanting to use it, but you will if you need to, it's a lot easier to negotiate with somebody that would like to just continue to wage war. (laughs) Amazing, amazing news. Well, Joe Biden has definitely been getting a lot more questions from reporters about all of the uh, uh, new evidence and proof that's come to light that points to his son, Hunter Biden, and his dastardly dealings with uh, some pretty nefarious individuals. I shared it on my uh, show yesterday. He's got connections. Hunter Biden has connections with individuals that uh, ran prostitution rings, sex trafficking rings, not to mention all the money that he received from Burisma, uh, the deals from China. And Joe Biden is now getting some questions about his son and what Joe Biden knew when it was taking place. The reaction and the response of Joe Biden when he's asked these questions, friends, I think speaks volumes. How was your, how was your role as vice president in, uh, in charge of policy in Ukraine and your son's job in Ukraine? How is that not a conflict of interest? It's not a conflict of interest. There's been no indication of any conflict of interest from Ukraine or anywhere else. Period. I'm not going to. I'm not going to respond to that. Let's focus on the problem. Focus on this man, what he's doing that no president has ever done. No president. Oh, Joe. Oh my goodness. I. I think I feel you. I think you don't want anybody asking about any conflicts of interest that you should have known about that you did know about when your son was getting paid because you were the VP. Hunter Biden in that, I think it was ABC or 2020 expose, he even said he did not believe he would have gotten any of the deals that he got if his last name wasn't Biden. Can you imagine what would take place if Joe was in the highest office in the land? 
<laughs> I'm glad to see some reporters actually giving it to Joe, actually asking him some real questions. And if he can't handle those kind of questions, wait until debate day. If that happens, it's supposed to happen next Tuesday. But uh, I still have a sneaking feeling that something may come up. Coronavirus, something may come up where Joe is just unable to debate President Donald Trump. But uh, his reaction and response to me speaks volumes. Well, Jeff Bezos, this is why I try not to use Amazon. We need an alternative to Amazon. My friend Mike Lindell is actually working on something that will be an alternative to Amazon. It'll take a while to grow. But uh, this is something that Jeff Bezos is taking it upon himself to begin to indoctrinate our youngest kids by offering them something for free, free tuition. But it's the books and what they're learning in these free tuition classes that should shock every single American. Danger. Will Robinson, amazing Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos, opens his first tuition-free preschool in Washington State, like Facebook's Zuckerberg, influencing children early. If you want to change a culture, start with the children. Progressives have masterfully been manipulating the minds of children from preschools to the highest levels in education. There is the billionaire Jeff Bezos, richest guy in the world. With their influence, they have introduced sex education as early as five years old, gender identity issues, etc., during the time they are learning about their ABCs. Also, they promote collectivism, minimize the individual, and establish safe spaces on campuses with passing language restrictions, including hate speech and microaggression parameters, both which lead to disciplinary action against the student. I interviewed some employees at Facebook four years ago as Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook was getting his ideas in, in front of elementary age students though, though fr through free programs and computers given to schools, which including included using their applications made for children. Yeah, they want to build a better tomorrow by indoctrinating our kids very, very early on. Amazon's CEO Jeff Bezos announced that the first Bezos Academy, meant to be a part of the network of free preschools, will open about 18 miles south of Seattle next month. Friends, I, I, I hope you understand what's taking place and what's been taking place in our school system for decades. Now these, multi, these powerful multi-billionaires are going after our children. And uh, hopefully you wake up and you understand don't do it. Don't take it. Just because it's, it's free don't mean that's a good thing. You know what is a, a good thing? I'm traveling. I got one more video to show you. I am traveling to Atlanta tonight. Yes, I'm traveling to Atlanta. I'm going to be with President Donald Trump tomorrow as he unveils his new policies and action plan for impacting, bringing impact, positive impact and change to the black community. You know what I love to have with me when I go? These little things right here. They slip in your pocket. You can get through, you can get through security, you can get through a metal detector because there's no metal on it. You never know when you're gonna need some be somewhere where you just gotta make sure you let everybody around you know <laughs> that you support the president. Friends, these are 10 bucks at DavidHarrisJr.store, 10 bucks. But for a limited time, you can get three of these for 25 bucks. Saves five dollars on getting three. Pass one out to a friend or two. Another great way to support me. Get your Keep America Great or Trump 2020 banner at davidharrisjr.store. One is 10. You can get three for 25. So uh, enjoy those, and uh, you never know when you're going to need them. I've been seeing them pop up in a lot of different videos behind uh, news crews that are getting information, taking action videos uh, of different areas. So get yours at davidharrisjr.store. All right, we've got, uh, we've got one more article and another video. This right here, Democrats are panicking 
after the Pennsylvania Supreme Court rules to toss out naked ballots, which normally are used to cheat. Yeah, they don't want to, they don't want to hear anything about that. They say every vote counts if it counts for uh, the person they want. Pennsylvania election officials, Democrats, and voting rights advocates, again, Democrats, are panicking over a state Supreme Court ruling that, uh, that orders officials to throw out naked ballots, warning that the ruling could bring widespread voter disenfranchisement and a legal battle following the November elections. Whenever you hear the terms voter disenfranchisement or voter suppression, you know you're dealing with a progressive Democrat who is complaining about their ability to cheat in an election uh, being uh, being taken away from them. I'm not saying that those things never happen, <laughs> but then uh, you have to, but then but they have to throw around terms like that in scenarios to make it seems like they know what they're talking about. The ruling on so-called naked ballots, mail ballots returned to election offices without an inner sec- uh, secrecy envelope carries potentially sweeping electoral ramifications for a state that President Donald Trump won in 2016, but only by about 44,000 votes. Former Vice President and Democrat nominee Joe Biden views the state as a must-win scenario for his path to the White House. So this was a very, very good news that that the Pennsylvania Supreme Court threw that out. No naked ballots. They're not going to do it. All the reason why you got to take your absentee in, vote by absentee, or take your, your vote to the ballot box, show up in person, make sure your vote counts. And uh, here we've got this. We've got uh, Biden himself. All of the talk about whether or not a, a SCOTUS pick should be appointed with just a little over a month, month and a half to go before the election. Listen to what Joe Biden himself had to say about appointing a Supreme Court justice with just months to go before an election. I made it absolutely clear that I would go forward with the confirmation progress process as chairman, even a few months before presidential election. Yes, you hear it right there. Joe Biden is definitely all for it. Uh, I think that's what we all want to know, and I think that's what's going to happen, friends. I think that we are going to get a third pick by President Donald J. Trump to the SCOTUS. I believe that pick will be appointed and will make it to the Supreme Court. And then we got to all do what we can to make sure we win back the House, we keep the Senate, and we keep four more years of this amazing president and his leadership. If we do that, I truly believe we will see amazing things take place in our country the next four years. Otherwise, I believe the chaos will just continue. Please go to MyPillow.com, use the code David, get yourself something you're going to love. Go get yourself a banner at DavidHarrisJr.store and uh, make sure you share this broadcast. God bless you. I'll see you all tomorrow for TGI Friday. Have a great rest of your evening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.